Thank you. 
Back to our conversation here about Paleolithic transitions from hunter gatherer lifestyle to the Neolithic era, somewhere around 16,000 years ago, up until about 5,000 years ago. And in this book, After the Ice, that I was talking about here with Stephen Miffin, not that Stephen is with us, he's a professor from Cambridge University, and you can find videos of him lecturing on this time period of his uh, main thesis focus area is why did he make the transition from paleolithic to neolithic lifestyle and 
first bit, there's a lot of complexity to it and geographic character to it, meaning why and in what ways we change. Uh, very specific to where you're referring to. And that all of them were shaped by this uh, dramatic disappearance, which had never really been clear to me of the fact that things were actually more stable than the United because the weather was consistently just, I guess, miserable and never got decent. <laughs> by that, I mean, you had no warm summer, no decent uh, real relief from winter, and at the same time, winter wasn't particularly extreme. And what happened at the end of the last glacial maximum period, as it's often called, is that these weather conditions actually, when you think about it from a life form, a biological life form, the weather got more severe in the sense that winter becomes much more distinct. The seasons become far more dramatically different from one another in the greenhouse periods and the warm periods for Earth cycles. The other thing I love about studying this is the early Earth ice ages is that they really show and uh, help me to be a student of the metasystem, as I like to call it, to pan out a little bit here and talk about the process itself. What is it that brings about an ethics? How we've learned about from our permaculture perspective, as I like to say, the two biggest things going on on planet Earth are the sun, 93 million miles away, and the ocean, 70% of the planet's surface. And as we look at this phenomenon of the ice age and its pulsation, and begin to understand the mystery of them and look at the real and fascinating detective stories here, we'll see that a gentleman in Russia, Milankovic, discovered that the orbit of Jupiter and Saturn were actually correct. The Earth's orbit, the uh, massive of these two planets, of Saturn and Jupiter, every 100,000 years or so, every 100,000 years or so, the uh, effect of Saturn and Jupiter on Earth is so significant that it will affect Earth's orbit and make it an orbit that suddenly becomes much more eccentric and at its maximum eccentricity here it can receive 20 to 30% less warming from the sun when it's uh, furthest from the sun and then more warming from the sun. So this pull from Jupiter and Saturn actually causes the Earth to be significantly further away from the sun, and this is what it is that brings about eventually. And uh, ocean levels and cycles of the ocean, the La Nina and El Nina, and these larger patterns of the planet and 
discussed also, it's clear evidence that the greatest protein still in the human diet, the vast amount of it, is coming from shellfish in the ocean and a wild ecology. And at that, it's a wild ecology that we've been doing a very poor job of properly stewarding and taking care of it so that it could continue to provide us with bounty. Because, you know, I think ultimately one of the most important morals of the story of human history and this tragedy of our inability to share the wealth of this planet is that we can very easily turn this around. Because, you know, once we allow the trees to grow back and allow the wild animals and plants to proliferate again, and then begin to only lightly and responsibly harvest them, they will be there in perpetuity, providing us with a regular harvest that is a very rich and very essential part of the human experience. So what we're, what we're talking about here is a original mosaic of cultivated landscapes where we have high densities of people living. And as we get further and further away from where lots of people live, we have these wild ecologies that we stewarded to regrow all of this abundant, amazing, vital landscape that we can go play in and go canoeing and fishing in and once again have big fish and uh, all kinds of the life forms coming back because, you know, the real power of nature is its capacity to rebound and to once again be forgiving and show us that the earth is ready to provide for us and to share her bounty and share her wealth and simply waiting for something very Thank you.